Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, and I'm the dream business coach. I'm the founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. Before I dive in, two pieces of information, again, I want to share with you. If you enjoy this kind of training, if you enjoy this kind of information, if you enjoy this experience-based knowledge on how to create multiple successful businesses, you can get more of it for free. That's right. About two and a half months ago, I made all of my six dream business books available for free in digital format. You can download them at Kindle, at the Amazon store, as nookbooks at barnesandnoble.com. And you can also get them for free in the Apple iBook store. I have no idea what the Barnes and Noble and iTunes books download numbers are because I don't get those. They don't give them to you, but I know over 10,000, actually now it's over 11,000 books have been downloaded in Amazon alone, which makes me happy no end. It was again, um, my good friend, David Phelps in his book. And he talked about your legacy. At some point in your career, you stop looking forward quite as much. You start looking backwards. I'm 63. I'm certainly doing that. I live a wonderful life working, coaching three days a week, but I'm starting like, maybe I'd like to live a bigger, uh, leave a bigger legacy. So that's why I'm doing that. So if you want to continue this education for free, go to one of those um, outlets and get your books. Also, the second thing, and then we're going to dive right in. Today's a powerful class. I'm going to give it to you right between the eyes, straight shooting as I always do. Um, let's see, it's about a month now. I launched my VIP private masterclass for how to sell from the stage like a pro. Been thinking about this for years. I became very, very good at selling from the stage, which either means somebody else's stage, if you're in for a speech or your own stage or doing interviews, all that. There's a way to talk, to deliver information, which not only includes seed planting language, but it helps you create, especially with your own live event, how to get people standing in line, ready to enroll in your programs. And I was trying, I'd like to do group coaching. I can help the most people that way. But honestly, this is such an intense topic. There's so much to it. I came to the realization there's no way I can do it in a group format. So I created this VIP private masterclass program. It's $49.97. I only do four a year, four a year. That's it. Because it starts with a full day private one-on-one consultation essentially where i hope you come here because it'll be fun as hell doing it on the boat it's also very creative when you're looking out at the water or if you just prefer to stay hunkered down we can do it you know via zoom uh and then there's three months of intense coaching at the end of it you're going to know how to run your own live event whether it's a one day two day or three day event whatever you'd like to do if you'd like to deliver virtual events if you'd like to speak on somebody else's stage or just do half hour interviews where you have people clamoring for your stuff this would be interesting to you how to sell from the stage.com how to sell from the stage.com is how you're going to get that information that's it okay let's rock and roll today i'm going to be focusing on two very serious dream business killers these are ugly mindset traps that have killed more dreams for entrepreneurs than any bad economy ever did. I'm, of course, talking about perfectionism and fear of criticism. So let's begin 
what are we going to do first? Let's do immune to criticism because listen, criticism is everywhere. And I don't know about you, but I really believe that, you know, this whole advent of social media, which has its good points, it's really given license to what I call armchair, you know, armchair keyboard people in some of the places I interact with in boating groups, armchair captains. People can say crap that they would never say to you face to face. And when I first came up with this topic, it was kind of pre, I don't know if it was pre-social media, but social media, I will say, has exacerbated it, exacerbated, whatever that friggin' word is. The bottom line is this. If you want to be more successful, if you want to grow in dream business, you simply get to a place where you don't need the approval of others, all right? You must decide that you're going to develop a thick skin. A thick skin is absolutely essential. All right. To in order to um, make things happen in your business. Now, listen, sadly, some entrepreneurs, I believe, let criticism cloud their judgment and worse. They let it alter the way they run their business. They let it alter the way they run their business. They're afraid of what others are going to think of them. They're also afraid of failure. They're afraid of what failure might look like. They're afraid of what their friends, neighbors, relatives um, cohorts, other people in business are going to say if they try something and it doesn't work out. It's all part of this whole, oh God, what are people going to think of me? And I'm telling you, you, the people who achieve high levels of success, they find a way to steal themselves. And I mean, S-T-E-E-L, two E's, steal themselves to this kind of criticism. Learn, listening to criticism and allowing it to alter your plans, whether it's the way you market your business or the way you grow your business, it puts you squarely on a place that I call Squishyville. I wrote about Squishyville in my book, um, Decide, which is the ultimate mindset book for entrepreneurs. If you haven't got it, get it. Order paperback, get a free copy at Amazon, but get Decide. It will fix what ails you. Squishyville is a place that I named. It's where opportunity goes to die. By the way, you need to understand that success and failure are not diametrically opposed. The road to success often includes a few run-ins with failures. And that just may be another word for what doesn't work, what, you know, things that, you know, kind of don't go according to plan. So don't immediately do an about face when you fail, if that's your terminology. You might just have to do a little course correction and then push the gas pedal down even harder. How do you know that? Well, working with a coach is a damn good way and being in a mastermind and having other people look at it because I guarantee you this, you are too close to your own business, all right? One of the things about success that catches many entrepreneurs off guard is that the more success you create, the more likely and actually the more visible you are, uh, the more likely you are to en encounter some of the criticism that I'm speaking about. Criticism, when it comes in, usually catches you off guard because you can be rocking and rolling. Things are great. Hey, I got a new customer. I got 10 new members today. Hey, 12 people joined my emails. Whatever it looks like. And all of a sudden, somebody comes in and drops a stink bomb on you and you go, wait, what? What, what the hell was that? Did I deserve that? Do they even know how hard I'm working? It starts messing with your entrepreneurial brain box, your mind. If you are not equipped to handle it, it may very likely put you on a road to say, well, damn, I better not do any more of that. Perhaps I'll scale back my marketing. Perhaps I'll tone down some of this uber confident voice that Captain Jim told me to use, that Captain Jim told me was so effective. People are drawn to hope and certainty, so I better sound confident. But then somebody says, man, you sound arrogant. Oh, I better not do that, right? 
gosh, folks, you've got to play your own game. Stop letting these naysayers and doomsayers dictate how you're going to run your business. This is precisely how you grow and earn, how your growth and earning power is derailed. You have to get to a place where you can ignore the, the, day, the doomsayers and namesayers. Do not give in to these thoughts. If I, were to, if, I was, if I went to college for psychology, which I didn't, but if I was to dive into these negative thoughts that you get in some of these comments, I believe you will find the vast majority of them, maybe 100%, but maybe if you're saying, no, there's no such thing, Jim, we'll go with 99.9% .9 of them will come from people who are ultimately jealous of what you've done, what you've created, how you're able to live your life. They're jealous of the way you confidently market and grow your business, how you put yourself out there as an expert. They don't understand the way you run your business because they went, the only business school they went to was in college 42 years ago when they learned some antiquated way, right? Someone is going to respond to a question that you might put out there. Their answer is so forceful or or maybe it's even well-written, like they're going to send you an email and it's well thought out and well-written. Maybe they even have, maybe they're well-intentioned. Let's give them that. And then you know what? If you don't steal yourself, you're going to begin to second guess yourself. On rare occasion, I did a little just to make sure I'm not too wrong. I figured out that um, super captains, which is something in boating groups, dispense wisdom. What I learned when I was new four years ago, these people that would come on and say, oh, don't do this, don't do that. I say, oh, I better not do that. Now I've got over, in four years, I've got 10,000 plus miles under my belt. We've driven this boat so far up and down the coast in New England twice. And when somebody says, don't do that, I'm like, but I've already done it, right? So it's the same thing in business. You're going to have super captains in the boating groups and you're going to have super entrepreneurs who dispense their wisdom, yet they probably... In boating, they haven't left the slip in five years. And in, in the entrepreneurial space, they probably haven't done jack squat. So, you know what? Someone once told me, or I don't know if they, I heard this. It's a great expression. But the, the, there's two ways to build the tallest building, if that's what you're into. One way is to go ahead and build the tallest building. And the other way is to tear everybody else's down around you. So, you therefore have the tallest building. A lot of people, sadly enjoy uh, it's almost sport tearing other people down so again steal yourself there's something else you need to understand about creating higher levels of success and the occasional criticism that comes with it my great mentor dan kennedy once said folks the higher up the flagpole you go the more your ass is going to hang out meaning people are going to laugh at you and take shots at you i thought that was brilliant and i i don't well i'm not gonna say i correct dan but i don't actually uh edit what Dan says too much, but I love this expression and this is what I added to it. So Dan says, the higher up the flagpole you go, the more your ass is going to hang out. And that's okay with me. This is Jim, Captain Jim, because the view is so much better up there. So yeah, you go higher up the flagpole means you achieve higher levels of success. You become more visible. People who are jealous will take shots at you. What are you doing that for? That looks ugly. That marketing, that headline. By the way, that that banner on your website, that's not grammatically correct. You're going to hear all kinds of stuff, believe me. But it's okay because if you're up there, you're achieving more. You're earning more, all right? It's about creating your dream business. If you occasionally face criticism... And you feel that it doesn't, if, it, if you feel that it does knock you off your game, I would like to teach you now a two-stage filter that I use. And I promise you, if you just use it, it will absolutely work for you. So if you get some criticism, whether it be an email, a comment, or something like that, the first thing you ask yourself, is the person giving you crap an expert? 
do they have the experience or expertise in this area that they're now criticizing you about? If so, but not always, maybe you can learn something. I'm telling you 99% of the time, that's not the case. All right, step two. After you take a few deep breaths, ask yourself, does the opinion of this person really matter to you? Do you really give a flying, you know what, what their opinion of you is or the way you market your business? Do you care at all about this noise or is it just a simple distraction in the middle of your very productive day as you said about growing a dream business? I guarantee you again, 99% of the cases, it's gonna be no or a hell no, they have no experience and I don't value, I probably don't even know the people most of the people who are going to write you and write these big emails, you don't even know who they are. So a couple quick stories to show you how I've learned to steal myself. When I was learning to become a speaker, I remember one of my very, one of my very first speaking engagements was about newsletter marketing, customer retention-based marketing. At the time, it was kind of new. You see them all over the place now. But at the time, in about 2009 maybe, caricatures were kind of cool. So I created a character based on my newsletter guru. That was my handle at the time with no hassle newsletters in my first business. So I was the newsletter guru at a caricature. I'm at a speaking engagement. There's about 60 people in the room. I'm standing in the back. The, the, the host of this meeting is starting to introduce me. And per our discussion, he has my first slide up on the PowerPoint. And it's my newsletter guru caricature, right? I'm being introduced. I'm literally standing back there. You know, maybe if you're a little nervous, your toes tapping, you're getting in the zone. I'm getting ready to speak. Oh, it's going to be a great, whatever your self-talk is. I see out of the corner of my eye, this guy walks back. It's kind of like a uh, bowling alley style room. I see him walking back. I think, what's this guy doing? Next thing I know, he comes up to me and he says, and he gets close to me and he says, hey, Jim, I just want you to know, I find that caricature very disturbing. And I'm like, my, so in half a second, I go, what the, in a bad word to myself. And you know what I said to him? I says, I covered the mic. I'm all mic'd up. I said, go sit down. And he kind of went and sat down. And then I went up and did my thing for an hour and I sold a lot of product. So you have to steal yourself. I had no idea who that guy was, but all I knew is he was way out of bounds and I wasn't going to have it. Now, obviously, if it had been my very first speaking gig in my mind, I probably would have gone, oh my God, disturbing. How many other people in the room? Can I turn the PowerPoint off? Mike, flip the slide. I, if, I, if that guy thought I was a complete buffoon, maybe other people do. Luckily, it wasn't my first, wasn't my first ride on the rodeo, so to speak. So steal yourself. Cocoon yourself in the, in the knowledge that you're successful, that you're doing it right, that you're following a plan, that the successful way that so many people build businesses is not what the average or the masses do. You know, there's an expression. I used to, when I was doing my Dream Business Academy events, I said, if you want to achieve higher levels of success, you're in the right room. I'm going to tell you some things it's going to be hard to do. I'm going to suggest you do some things that might be a little difficult for you. But if you want the room that's easy, it's down the hall. It's full of people. It's full of average people. Everybody's doing the same thing. That's why it's called average. Everybody's getting average results. Growing a successful business, growing a dream business is hard. You're going to do things that other people will not ever understand. I'll give you one more. Ah, it's 3.15 already. I want to keep these 20 minutes. I'm going to start going a little faster. I want to give you one more story. When I started doing video marketing in 2009, 
I produce weekly videos. This wasn't like this is way before Facebook Live. I'd recorded video, I'd edit them. I put out weekly produced videos every five years. Over time, I learned that my secret formula, you ready for this? So this is a kind of a lesson within a lesson. My secret formula for producing videos that helped me grow my business was marrying up good information with a little um, entertainment. Now, I shared what I believe to be Jim Palmer's brilliant marketing and business building strategies. This is before I became the dream business coach. And instead of just standing in front of a bookcase like you see attorneys do on those late night commercials to prove how smart they are, I was shooting videos in my backyard, in my office, I would shoot in four different corners of my office to make it look better. I would go in and, and I'd walk my dog, Toby, at the time. I would shoot videos in my kayak, anything to pique the interest and arouse the curiosity of my viewers. Now, how successful was this? Over that five-year period, I went from one subscriber. I had Every time I launched a video, I had over a thousand entrepreneurs watching my videos. Was I perfect? Oh, hell no. I probably stunk up the joint by today's standards. But here's the thing. I started getting the somewhere along the line, I'm, I'm like 800, 900, 1,000 people every week watching my videos, my imperfect videos. I'd get emails, Jim, dogs are not props. They've, they've got feelings, blah, blah, blah. Because I'd be walking along with the very first vision of a selfie stick. Hey, everybody, Jim Palmer. I'm here to share his lesson with you. By the way, there's Toby. Say hi to Toby. So people, are, oh, Jim, dogs aren't props. I'd look away, I'd look at, and some guy wrote me, hey, stop looking away at the camera. You should be looking at the camera. Look at the lens. That's how you're going to connect. Everybody had to school me on how to do videos in which my homemade videos had over a thousand business owners watching that started joining my programs and buying my courses. Who's right and who's wrong? Jim, you should make your videos shorter. We don't care about your backyard. Even today, <laughs> I've been in business 20 years. I get, oh, Jim, why are you showing your boat all the time? Why are you in every single meme you post with all your quotes and things like that? Why is it always you? Well, there's a lesson in there because it works. I'm the product. I'm the brand. <laughs> all right. How are you doing, by the way? I never engage. I just delete them. Occasionally, if they're ignorant, I block them. In the beginning, I would admit to you, I would admit to you that some of these emails got to me and then I learned this and I felt like I've got to steal myself to this. A couple deep breaths later, I started using my two-stage formula and now you have it too, all right? Um, so anyway, most criticism, as I said, comes from people who don't understand what you do. They don't understand how you market your business. They don't understand who your customers are or the relationship that you have with them, right? And the proof of this is obviously if you're successful, if you're growing your customer list, if you're growing your email base, if people are buying your books, your programs, your home study courses, you must be doing something right. Am I correct? All right. So very simply, folks, turn off the noise. If someone writes me a long email, Boom, I just delete it. I don't want it. You think that's rude? Well, you can do what you do, what you do right? Criticize me there and you do what you do. I'll see how I'm doing compared to you. Okay, that covers criticism. I got to cover perfection in one minute. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go a little bit long. So, but the last thing I'll say about it is very, by the way, very often, not often, but all the time, the only people that you actually need to please are your paying customers. If you're attracting more people into your community, into your 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 circle of influence and they're paying you, that's good with me. Everybody else who's not paying me and just offering me their mamby-pamby advice, have a hike, okay? That's how I look at that. All right, so that covers criticism. Now, let's round out this awesome, amazing value-packed training with perfectionism. Now, 
just to have a little fun, I threw in that last line packed with my, my trademark Captain Jim, the dream business coach, uber confidence, sure of himself, delivery, awesome, amazing value packed content. I don't know if you picked that up or you're just used to it. I just want to see if anybody suggests a, an email or maybe they'll comment on this video. Maybe they're watching at 11 o'clock tonight and they go, hey, Jim, you might want to try to be a little humble, but I digress in jest. All right, let's talk about perfectionism. If you're an entrepreneur and you're seeking faster growth, higher levels of success, I want you to listen very carefully. Perfectionism is the enemy of progress. Perfectionism is a dream business killer. You must get over being a perfectionist or you will forever stunt your growth. And very likely you're not going to achieve the level of success that you have within you. We all learn in school, perhaps at home, do your best, do your best work. I agree with that. Do your best work and move on. There's no such thing as perfect. Nobody's perfect. One perfect person walked the earth many, many years ago, no longer. But you want to do your best work and move on. A couple stories to illustrate this point. My very first book, uh, it's on the floor. I, I, we, we hit some rough waves the other day. It's on the floor. I'm not going to pick it up. My first book took me a year and a half to publish. My last three books, including Decide, I wrote and published in 60 days. What's the difference? Is one more error-free than the other? I don't think so. So it, I wrote my book, The Magic of Newsletter Marketing, in nine months. It took me nine months to get the courage to publish it. Somewhere around eight months, I went to a seminar. I got to give credit to Bill Glazer of uh, Glazer Kennedy Insider Circle. Bill Glazer was launching his book. I forget it was called Outrageous Advertising. He said, you know what? I realize my, per my book is not perfect. It's probably got some spelling and commas missing. But you know what my, my imperfect book is doing? It's selling and it's bringing me new business. My imperfect book is better than your perfect book that's still in your word processor any day of the week. And I thought, I was in a room about 1,200 small business owners. I thought, my God, Bill is talking to me. So I published my book. Uh, my first book had my name on it. I'm on the cover. I barely graduated eighth grade English. I'm just kidding. But I am a little bit challenged with the English language. I flub up a word or two. And I thought, I don't want to put my book out there. Everybody's going to know I'm challenged with the English language. And boy, what a boob and stuff like that. And lo and behold, my book went out and it started selling. You know what else? My book, The Magic of Newsletter Marketing, started bringing me new clients through the No Hassle Newsletters. Like, oh, God, this works. About 60 days, I'm into it. It's bringing me business. 20 bucks at a time, plus it's bringing me customers. Life is good, I thought. Boom. One day, I get an email. Hey, Jim, I thought you'd like to know on page 167, you have a dangling participle. I lean back in my chair and go, holy S, I don't even know what a dangling participle it is. But I, I knew I was going to look like an idiot. <laughs> it rocked my world. I'm like, oh, my God, how many other dangling participles, whatever the hell they are, how many misspellings, commas, did I, did I put S-U-N instead of S-O-N? I don't know. All that went into my head. It started wreaking havoc with my mindset. And then I've remembered, wait, my book is selling. My book is making me money. My book is bringing me new customers. That's when I understood once and for all this expression that I learned from Dan Kennedy, good is good enough. Good doesn't mean put out crappy work. Good refers to putting out your best work and then you move on. Accept the fact that there'll be mistakes. I did respond to this guy. I don't think they were being nasty, but I said, hey, thank you for letting me know. I'm going to let my editors know. At this point, it was just me and one editor. I'm going to let my editors know, get this, for the next printing. God, I had no idea if I was going to sell 2,000 books. I sold, I've sold a lot more than that. But at the time, I'm like, oh, God. So anyway, I said it'll be for the next printing. So perfectionism, it, it's just, it's 
very much piggybacks how to be immune to criticism. So here's the thing from, I'm gonna give you a tip. So I gave you my two-step formula for how to be immune to criticism. I'm gonna give you the strategy that I use. It's a mindset tweak. I'm gonna say, I'm going fast. So I'm gonna say, hey, if you wanna hear it, say yes. I'm sure you'll say yes. And if you're watching this on replay, hey, do me a favor, say replay, good stuff, Jim. It didn't work, I won't come back, <laughs> whatever. Just let me know you're enjoying this training, okay? I, I put a lot of uh, I put a lot of thought into this. Anyway, so here's the thing. If you are suffering from perfectionism, from this day forward, you're gonna make a mental decision. You're gonna decide in your head. Somebody's writing me a very long thing. I'll, I'm gonna read that later, I'm not ignoring you. It better be nice, by the way, or I will delete you. I'm just kidding. So you wanna make a decision right now that you choose, this is you, I choose, so this would be me, I, Jim Palmer, choose to be judged on the value of the information, the content, and the service that I'm providing, and not the imperfect way in which I provide it. Woo, how powerful is that? I'm gonna say it again. From this day forward, I, Jim Palmer, choose to be judged on the value of the information, the content, the service, the training, free training that I'm providing and not the imperfect way in which I provide it. Because guess what? Again, there's no such thing as perfection. Good is good enough. Good is not a license to put out crappy work. Good is enough is good enough. It means you do your best work and you launch it and then you move on. You go. You keep going. You want to know a quick, funny story? I, I, you know, I share with you the dangling participle, but um, from that moment on, as I wrote these books faster, I became okay with the fact that knowing I'm putting out an imperfect book, but this book is going to help a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners. When I wrote Decide, my, my, that was my, um, my fifth book. That was the hardest one for me to write because I felt like I was on the therapist couch. In Decide, I was sharing many of the mindset hurdles that I had to overcome as a new entrepreneur. I shared with you what was holding me back. I fully admit my shortcomings, but also what I did to overcome them. So read Decide. But I was okay putting it out in 60 days, knowing there's probably some grammar misspellings, things I should say a little more powerfully. But the fact is, it was one of my best-selling books I have heard from people one of the greatest compliments, and believe me, I've heard this. If I heard it once, I've probably heard it a hundred times. I'm not even exaggerating. Jim, you wrote this book for me. I knew it. I hate you for it, but thanks. That's when you know you've made an impact. My imperfect book is helping people achieve more success. So that is that. That's how to over overcome perfectionism. It's how to be immune to criticism, my two-step filter, and then with perfectionism, you make a decision. I choose to be judged on the value of the work, the training, the information, the content, the service that I'm putting out there and not the imperfect way in which I put it out there because everybody's imperfect. Everybody will forgive you if you're doing your best work and doing a good job. Wow. I'm going to tell you what, man, that little voice in my head said this, this training rocked. I know we're at 327. So folks, that wraps up this special training of the Summer of Success series on perfectionism, how to be immune to criticism. Next week, by the way, feel free to comment if there's some, e you can email me or comment below what topic you'd like me to cover. If nothing is forthcoming because you're all too shy to say something, I think next week I'm going to talk about delegation. One of my favorite memes that I put out there is delegate or stay small forever. So next week I'll talk about delegating, how it can absolutely be a turning point for you, how to delegate and grow faster. If I can help you master your mindset, if I can help you push you or guide you to higher levels of success, reach out to me about my coaching. Reach out about joining the Dream Business Mastermind. 
that website, I'm going to put that up right now. That is dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. If you want to connect with me, get on my email list. Boy, wouldn't that be fun? Go to getjimpalmer.com, getjimpalmer.com. Remember, get a free digital version of all of my books at either Amazon in the form of Kindle, at barnesandnoble.com in the form of Nookbooks, or at the iBookstore. But that's it. Until this time next week, I need a big serious drink of water. But I think that was a great training. Yes, would you agree? Please comment if you're watching this. Even if you're on replay, tell me it was a great training. Tell me you want me to keep doing this. Oh, feed my ego, baby. All right. I'm Captain Jim Palmer. I am the Dream Business Coach. You have an awesome afternoon. Take care, everybody. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.